This is The Connection, a Dirty Free Hub podcast connecting gravel cyclists to where they ride through short stories about culture, history, people, places, and lands. They do so much good. They're like the rising tide that lifts all species. And that's what's so fun to study about them because so many things in ecology are just like doomsday prep, like cataloging, you know, the demise of everything. And for beavers, it's basically just so much good news. Joining us today is Maureen Thompson from Think Wild, who manages the Beaver Works program in supporting beavers and wildlife habitat on Oregon high desert landscapes. Well, Maureen, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm very excited to talk about beavers. Me too. Are there beavers actually in Bend? And if so, where do they typically reside in Bend, in the Pacific Northwest, and even in Oregon? Yes, so there are beavers in Bend. There's beavers on the main stem of the Deschutes, on the Little Deschutes, and on Tumbleo Creek. It's usually very easy to know if beavers live in an area. They usually make a giant lodge that extends like five to seven feet above the water, which serves as their home base. And they're famous as ecosystem engineers. And so through their building and maintenance of dams and canals, they have an outsized impact on the environment where they live. So you can usually see their work, even if you don't see them. I, for example, hardly ever see beavers, even though I study beavers, because they are crepuscular to nocturnal. So unless you keep odd hours, you're most likely to see them around dawn and dusk. You can see them this time of year. Beavers don't hibernate. So like us, they're less active in the winter, but they're still awake and they need to eat every day. So... um, For example, my husband sees them almost every day near the old mill at uh, 7 a.m. Thanks to a dedicated citizen scientist with Beaverworks, we have trail cameras at Shedlin Park where you can see beavers. That might be like the easiest place to see them and see them in their habitat. So they have a series of dams and canals in the lower part of Shedlin Park. And we usually post it on our socials whenever we have like a new pulse of Whoa, I've seen a lot of the marmots, but like, I don't think I've actually seen a beaver in Bend. What about other places like around Oregon? Is there certain like terrains or places that they gravitate towards? I mean, obviously places probably near water, I'd imagine, with the dams. Oh, yeah. Beavers live all over the U.S., like up into boreal Canada and into northern Mexico. That's like their natural native range. And they show a lot of demographic plasticity in relation to time since establishment in an area and carrying capacity. This kind of means that they can live in a lot of places, but it just depends on if there is a reproducing family of beavers in that area to like fill out different sections of stream and to continue growing the population and the carrying capacity. So if they live, let's say, in eastern Oregon, where resources are pretty finite and far, like spread across the landscape, um, it's just less likely that a uh, breeding pair of beavers will have offspring that survive in that environment because you know they have to move on after a couple of years to start their own dam. And if that's the only section in that area that has like deep enough water and enough resources. So basically human tolerance and resources are some of the limitations to population size, but they live all across Oregon and and beyond. They just occupy about 10 to 15% of what their historic range was. I know the beavers are really important to restoring a lot of the wetlands, 
Uh, what impacts can beavers have on an area? So many. So first of all, beavers build and maintain dams so they can have deep water that provides them access to their favorite foods and where they're going to be safe against predators. So that's the reason that they're doing all of this stuff, like building the dams, which creates a pond, you know, building canals that spread water out into like the landscape. But because they're doing this for them, it benefits like us and so many animals that live on the landscape that need this habitat for certain life stages. And obviously every animal needs water. All the species on the Oregon Conservation Strategy list, this is a list that Oregon ODFW made to set out priorities and recommendations for addressing all the conservation needs of the species that live here. And beavers directly or indirectly benefit about 40% of the species on that list. So just to like make it illustrative, if you are a salamander and you need moist place to walk for dispersal from where you were born to somewhere else, if you think about a lot of places in Oregon, there's like fast flowing water and then there's just like crusty, dry vegetation above it. And in beaver habitat, that's not the case. You have moist blood plain with all these growing riparian plants, so plants that need to live near water. And it creates safe habitat for dispersal and living your life and not dying on your way to finding somewhere to live your adult life. So they just benefit so many species in so many of these little important ways. Can they have negative impacts as well? Well, let's say, you know, if you're like a, a dry land species yeah. and a beaver builds a dam in an area, then there's like reduced upland space. And so that species would lose habitat. Mm-hmm. Everything's a trade-off, but in general, they benefit a lot of species. Even like people are really concerned about their impact on fish. You know, this has been an issue that like, oh, do beaver dams make it so that way waters are warmer or, you know, have more algal growth or create a barrier for fish that are trying to swim upstream. And that's a concern because like these species get so much protection and so many of their protection plans are like really expensive projects that people want to make sure these like they're not shooting themselves in the foot with any new changes to the landscape. But the, the verdict is generally these are concerns, but when it gets studied, the, the benefits outweigh any, any negative impacts. Yeah, it sounds like it. Do we need to reintroduce beavers? And if so, what would that look like? The relationship between the loss of riparian habitat and beaver range is iterative. So since many riparian areas are impaired by human stressors, they no longer support the conditions beavers need to survive, such as plants for food and building material. When people are really interested in reintroductions of beavers, I think they do some more in Washington state that people get really inspired by. But in Oregon, number one, ODFW is really particular about relocation. And usually they say like, it's not a humane solution because the place that you, you want to remove a beaver that's a problem on your property and you want it to like go to an idyllic other place. But usually that idyllic other place already has beavers on it. That's kind of why it's idyllic and beautiful. I understand the appeal you want to take like a problem and turn it into a solution. But really the problem is lack of suitable habitat. So that's the side of the issue that beaver work works on. So we work to herald the natural return of beavers to challenging parts of their historic range, like in central and eastern Oregon, by trying to promote both human tolerance of beavers and we work on habitat promotion. So 
riparian restoration, beaver dam analog installation. We do a lot of volunteer-led projects with planting willow and cottonwood in areas. So that's one of the main things that beavers need to survive when they explore a new area. You know, if you are a young beaver dispersing from your home pond and there's nothing to eat or build with, you know, where you're going, that's going to be a major barrier to success. Something that's, I feel like, kind of important. Are beavers technically, are they like a protected species or is there, you mentioned like there's a lot of advocating, educating, but are they protected or is it, are they endangered or are they kind of just there? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, excellent bonus question because actually the law just changed in Oregon at the beginning of January. So HB 3464 went into law in January. It's known as the Beaver Believer Bill. And it acknowledges the importance of keeping beavers on the landscape in mitigating all of these climate disasters that we are experiencing. And so previously in Oregon, you could shoot and kill a beaver on private property, just like it was a rat. So it was basically under a Department of Agriculture category for rodents. But now it's shifted to being managed by Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife as a wildlife species. And in addition to that, when you request a permit from your local ODFW biologist, they are supposed to talk through the coexistence options and ask like, what else you've tried before trying to kill this beaver. And so that's what one thing that we do at Beaver Works, which I think will be really important to the successful rollout of this bill, because there's no one else in this area that does coexistence solutions, which is like installing flow devices and streams that allow you to maintain the beaver on site without experiencing property damage. And so we do culvert protection and pond levelers and tree protection, all these things that basically facilitate peaceful coexistence with beavers that are cost effective, just effective in the long term. Because if you do have beaver problems on your property, I understand that killing beaver sounds like the direct solution, but really protecting your infrastructure is the direct solution. Because if one beaver likes your property, another beaver's going to like it probably two years later, and you're just going to keep fighting this fight. I'm excited to see the, the change that this has just in instituting a new policy and sort of shifting like the mainstream window of, of what's acceptable and that coexistence is really the the first line and then killing beavers is not the first option. Yeah, I'll be really curious to see where that goes. Yeah, I mean, people are really starting to recognize the ecological impacts of beavers. And so a lot of people on the east side of the Cascades call me asking sort of like what you asked, like, what about beaver reintroduction? Like, how can I get a beaver on this property? Yeah, it sounds it sounds like Beaverworks is doing really well educating about those factors. I hope so. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add or for people to know about beavers? Well, a lot of our projects are volunteer-led. The majority of our habitat restoration efforts happen in the fall and spring. So if people want to get in, involved in Beaverworks, I would highly encourage them to sign up to volunteer on our website and subscribe to our volunteer calendar. We have a lot of willow harvesting dates set in February which is an essential part of the habitat restoration that happens later in the spring. So I'd love to see new faces. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Well, thank you so much. This was really fun. This was fun. These are good questions. Dirty Free Hub is a nonprofit organization fueled by your generous contributions. Find us at dirtyfreehub.org.